Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. about a topic I've bounced into over the last 20 or 30 years, and that is, is money a game? Or better yet, is is the game of money something that we can all play and we can all win? Because again, if you're going to play a game, you want to win, right? So I thought nobody better to bring on a 10-year Wall Street veteran, Taylor, from Life Goal Investments. Taylor, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for having me, as always. This is an exciting topic because this is personal finance 101 that's what you're talking about here it's like how do we get this right it's the biggest game that you need to play and win every single day that you know outside of you know health and other things like that and your family like this is the game that we play we got to be good at it so let's talk about it so again if i were to ask you point blake is there a game of money what would you say 100 percent. okay because there is a game there are rules uh some of these rules are well known some rules might be unspoken so when you think of the game of money from your lens, what are some of those rules that maybe people see and maybe some they don't see? The, the, the slogan of my financial life, and I've imparted this on my wife as well, which she will admit to or not admit to, I'm not sure. But <laughs> my line, and this was taken from a friend, is frugal is sexy. Frugal Ooh. is sexy. And you think about, you know, the basics of that. It's it's very tongue-in-cheek and wise-ass remark, right? But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's an important remark. Um, I think where people get screwed up is their goalposts always move. They start making more money at work, and then they don't want a new Chevy. They want a new BMW or whatever it is, and the goalposts contis- consistently move, and they just aspire to be this and that. And what, at the end of the day, I've had nice cars. They don't make any happier. They really don't. Like if you can get A to B in a car, you know, you know what's, I always say this to people, a car is something that you purchase and it's cool for a month. And then you get in it. You don't look around. You hit the button to start or turn the key and you're out and you're going wherever it's going. As long as it's going to get you there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people, uh, sports cars, boats, whatever. And I, and I have a sports car, full disclosure. Yeah. So like I'm so, the idiot. I get it. Yeah. But what I want most people to realize is you can make that a rental, right? If you get to a point in life where you have this thing, you can go rent a Ferrari for the day, a Lambo for a day. You can go rent a boat for a day. Shoot, you, if you really want it, you can rent a yacht. You don't have to own it. I mean, I've talked to lots of people that have owned boats and planes, and they always say the best day is the day we bought it and the day we sold it. I was so th- this makes me sound super privileged. I, I'm not. I didn't grow up in a privileged household, this and that. I was given a boat that was a relatively nice boat. And we gave it back. <laughs> we said we said we don't we don't want this thing. It was a it was uh, my wife's side of the family. Her 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 aunt had given it to us, and uh, we got it. We kept it for a summer, and it just happened to be the summer that everything broke on it. And mm-hmm. it was a hassle. You had to go there. You had to get it fixed. You know, you screw around, drop money into it. And to your point, the day we gave it back was the best day we had. Yeah. Yeah. So again, so the game of money, there are rules. Uh, one of the, one of the things when I think about the game of money, cause I, I agree with you, we're playing it every day. No and doubt. Unfortunately, no doubt. most people don't realize the game's played every day. 
Right. They most people think about the game of money as uh you know, a couple of moves a month, a year, dude, the game of money is a daily game. You can yes. screw up the game with one dumb decision. And the other thing about the game of money that I always thought was really interesting is you can make a stupid decision in a second, i.e. buy a $70,000 car when you make 40 grand. You've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Own that, own that stuff. Um, but when you make a good move, it often takes years to pay off. It's just a, the negative pain comes quick. The positive pain is long. And that's something I see in the game of money that most people don't appreciate. And, and one of the things we just talked about is kind of the vortex or the matrix that you called it of, of time sucking. Um, yes. That's instant gratification that, that the world has built into our nature. Um, you know, these short burst videos that are so entertaining, like that is the exact opposite of people winning financially. And I always say this when you talk about investing, because that's obviously what I do. Um, there, there, there's two different ways that people think about it. There's two different ways that the game is played. One is successful. One is not. And the way the rich or wealthy people invest is I'll, I'll talk about that one second. The way that does not work is taking 10% of your money and rolling the dice on something that's very, very high risk, high reward opportunity. You might get it right. I'm not saying you're not going to get it right. But even if you do, that 10% becomes 20%, right? So that 100 grand becomes 200 grand. That, that 10 grand becomes 20 grand. The way the wealthy people invest and get rich over time is they invest 90% of their money. They keep 10% in cash for an emergency fund. And that 90% is put into a mix of assets that they can stomach the volatility of. They'll never have to sell out of it. They understand the risk to the portfolio. And it's something that's a slow and steady grind higher. And that 100000 becomes $500,000 over 20 years, whatever the number is. But again, they don't get something that's super high risk because they get their hands scorched in a bad time like 2022. And then they get scared and they say, I'm never investing again. Investing works over time. It doesn't work yeah. all the time. Yeah, the other thing I like about the game of money is we have evidence that you can win, right? How many self-made millionaires in a, in a couple of decades are there, right? The people that have trust funds and all of that cares. That's awesome. 5%. Self, you're looking at two guys here on this video who are self-made. Uh, you know, Taylor did a little faster than I did, but again, we both got to the end of the game. Um, well, frankly, the game's still going, but we, we both got the you know, you won or you pass go or whatever that is. And I look at all the self-made people. And again, that's part of what I'm trying to do in my Twitter feed and Instagram is look for self-made people. It could be done by all of us. And the other thing I really love is every single person on the planet's got 24 hours in the day. It's awesome. Yeah. What I, what on that time aspect, one of the things I have this nagging thing in the back of my head, which is such a gift and such a curse at the same time. It's like, I, I don't know why this is, and this is really personal and really weird that I'm going to say this, but nonetheless, I get up in the morning and for whatever reason, I have a very big family. So, um, one of the things that I think about is like, am I the first one awake amongst, amongst my extended family? Is there someone up before me? And I have nice. one uncle who's up very early. So every time I try to roll back over and go back to sleep for another 20 minutes, whatever it is, I'm like, he's up. He's up. Why yeah. am I not up? Let me yeah. go up and get after it like he does. And so that is every single day I wake up and I'm like, what time is it? Is anyone else up? If, if, if the answer is yes, I'm not going back to sleep. And it's just <laughs> because I can't, even if I try, my gears just, sit your, there your mind is out. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
I love that. I love that. Yeah. So the game of money is again, it's played every day by every person around. Uh, I will say, even if you want to say you're not playing the game of money, like I have a relative rel- relatively close to me in the family tree who for the longest time said the game of money doesn't apply to her. And I've always thought <laughs> you're playing it, whether you like to or not. Right. right Fast right. forward a couple of decades. I was right. The, the game of money has been unfortunate to her. Ah, tough. Yeah, tough. That, but that's that's the case. If you're not focused on it all the time, it's a thing. Like my, I, I put out something on, on Instagram the other day. Like my wife says I'm obsessed with money, and like I am, but I'm obsessed so I don't have to worry. That so like there's yeah. kind of two different things there. Like my obsession, I guess, is like this constant mild worry. Yeah. But it's to keep that really big. I can't get by worry from never happening to me. Yeah, and again, yeah, I, us, I have the same thing. To us, yeah, to us. So I, again, I have the same. I still have the same concerns. And again, um, I have to say, growing up, um, uncomfortable around money and having that be part of my soul now uh, is a superpower, right? Because I can always close my eyes and go back to being that whatever nine eleven year old kid who was a weekend away from being kicked out of the house, having to go live in Michigan or or whatever it was, or having to you know go to work at twelve years old under the table at a dry cleaner. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I get it's it. such so a it, gift. It's such a gift. It wasn't fun, but it's such a gift. Cause I, 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 it sounds yeah, like I wouldn't trade it for the world today. And my upbringing sounds like it maybe was a little bit more financially stable than yours, but it wasn't, it, it, it was still getting by. It wasn't yeah. excess by any stretch of the imagination. So every dollar was accounted for it. And that's still kind of how it sounds like we both live our lives at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think you have a book that you would like to recommend about the game. Oh yeah. And this one's all over the place, but it's all over the place. Rightfully. So I've read a lot of financial books, a lot of personal finance type stuff. And Morgan Housel's the psychology of money is hands down the best read. It's a, it's a good read for someone that's very educated. It's in the world of finance and personal finance. And it's a very good read for someone that's not at all educated because what he does in such an innate Morgan House way is makes everything so tangible. He relates financial lessons to just general life stories in general. So everybody can grasp the concept that he's talking about throughout the book. And it's just a very easy read, a phenomenal read, really good lessons, really good takeaways. Yeah. I read that. Uh, it's been around for a while, right? It's been around for a long time. Yeah. And it's become yeah. popular in like the last two or three years. Like you're seeing it everywhere now. And, and rightfully so. Um, I used to give it out to when I, I, at one point I worked with financial advisors and they were clients of mine and I used to give it out to them and they would give it to their clients and, and everything. And it's just a phenomenal read. Yeah. Taylor, where can people find you? Yeah. Find us at life goal investments on Instagram. Again, at life goal investments, plural. Uh, we're just trying to take financial information, economic information, market information, and make it tangible like Morgan Housel does to to the layman. There you go. And you do a great job. I, I'm constantly impressed with what you guys put out on a daily basis. Thanks, man. appreciate that.